Good evening, this is Ginger Lou. Uh, this is the Digital Afterlife of Grief. And um, tonight we're not going to be talking about um, the digital afterlife of death and grief and bereavement. Um, this one is about AI generative art and how AI is affecting business, art, creators, society, everything. So it is related, uh, certainly related to my, to my studies, which are in death technology and art practices. So um, Meta, Google and other startups have flocked to the AI art economy potential. Big tech is pushing investment in art producing generative AI and applying the tech to other forms of content creation like music and podcasts. Tech companies are using generative AI to build chatbots that converse with originality. And it's no wonder that generative art is dubbed the second wave of AI. Much of this technology is some years away, leaving plenty of questions that need answering with regards to ethics and ownership. Cloud company providers and advanced GPU processor developers are primary beneficiaries since generative AI programs require a lot of computational power and data, and many AI programs are used for data analysis. Generative AI brings new things into existence and is not just offering data and insights. And in addition, generative AI programs could have potentially lucrative content creation mechanisms for marketing and advertising. So it's in everything. AI is in health, AI is in work, and it's going to be blasted and used in it to try and sell us stuff as well. So wait for that to happen. Okay, well, I mean, it is already happening, but, you know, algorithms and all that kind of stuff with social media, uh, but it's, it's, it's going off the charts already. Generative AI opens up revenue streams for tech companies, but there are ethical and legal liability concerns that could dip into profits. Stop Stock agencies like Getty Images and Shutterstock have banned AI generative images over copyright concerns, and rightly so. Uh, but there's some news that just came in today with regards to uh, Shutterstock, which I will tell you in a moment. So AI image generators are not in the hands of artists. AI generators are copying artists' unique styles, and companies could bypass graphic artists and photographers and use AI generators for the fraction of the cost. U.S. copyright law only protects artists against the reproduction of an artist's actual artwork, not from someone else's mimicking their style. So artists like Greg Rutowski is one of the most popular names used by AI generators. Despite never using the tech himself, his fantasy scenes and epic, bat epic battles have been used 93,000 times on stable diffusion alone. I mean, he's used all over the place. He said, I feel like something is happening that I can't control. I'm very concerned about it. It seems unethical. People are pretending to be me. Rakowski is right to be concerned about his work. A common prompt in AI generators is to use the name of an artist to create something new that mimics the artist's style. In fact, his name remains on many of the artworks produced, but he isn't earning a cent from any of this output. And he's alive. He's not He's not a dead artist where, you know, we, we can, you know, the, uh, the copyrights, you know, it's for everybody. Everybody can use it. He is alive. So this should not be happening. So... DAL E2, Midjourney, and Stable Diffusion have policies in place to prevent their tech from being used in certain ways. For instance, they don't allow politicians and celebrities or porn and violent imagery. But what about the protection of living, working artists? Stable Diffusion is working on an opt-out system for artists who don't want their work used. Rutkowski says that living artists should have 
should have been included in the startup discussion, but weren't. In defense of artist copyright, the I have been trained website checks if your art has been used and can search 5.8 billion online images. The website was created by artists Matt Dryhurst and Holly Herndon and uses bots to help artists opt out of AI data training sets. I'll, I'll leave a link to that website um, in, the, in the text at the end of this um, podcast. So the June subedit, R June, has banned AI-generated artwork on its network. The content community is devoted to sci-fi films and novels, but it has recently been flooded with AI content. The announcement was made on the community platform to its quarter of a million fans and stated the following. We acknowledge that many of these pieces are neat to look at and the technology sure is fascinating, but it does technically qualify as low effort content. Ouch! Especially when compared to original human-made art, which we would like to prioritise going forward. Is this another blow to AI art generator platforms that have also caused stock photo companies to ban non-human artwork? Or is it inevitable that AI will eventually dominate and widen the gap between easy amateur art and professionals with years of training? AI plays a central role in photography, of course. Adobe announced it would incorporate generative AI in its software and wants to remain transparent about standards for how artists control their unique style and workflow, ensuring artists get credit for their original work. Adobe has introduced its Content Authenticity Initiative, or CAI, to empower artists. Chief Product Officer Scott Belsky at Adobe Creative Cloud stated that it will never seek to replace human imagination and judgment. Adobe also announced, uh, announced an updated feature for Photoshop with AI Adobe Sensei for photo restoration using Neural Filter, which uses machine learning to detect and remove scratches and other small flaws in old photographs. There are also AI enhancements such as the content-aware filter to remove dust and unwanted background scenes. Adobe Sensei AI was uh, used by 1.3 what is used 1.3 billion times last year. Uh, I used it as well. Uh, this year's Adobe Max Kino, Adobe praised its new AI as a positive for the industry. But when platforms such as DALI 2 create new content, which is based on source photography, there's a problem again with copyright. Artists and photographers need to join the discussion with big tech companies before copyright infringement gets out of hand. The, the creator economy is uh, a $1 billion industry. AI generative art is a radical approach to art making where humans and machines collaborate to produce art with future possibilities for how we are able to work and play. It's what VentureBeat calls the media morphosis of media, which I love and I'm glad I can say it, where one medium can be transformed into another and is transmuted. Uh, and in a quick turnaround, stock photo company Shutterstock has partnered with DALI2 to provide AI-generated stock images. Shutterstock promises to compensate original artists and to be fully transparent about the creation and methodology of an AI-generated image. So photographers will have to wait a few months before this surface is rolled out and you can bet that many photographers will have their say and you can bet that things will be tweaked and things will change in the interim uh, because this is um, this is artificial intelligence. It is a revolution and it, things are changing at a breakneck spe speed every single day 
things are going crazy. So uh, that's your lot for tonight. I uh, hope you have a good evening. Goodbye.